You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Welcome, family, friends, fans, and foes. It's time once again for Talking Wrestling on the Never Sleeps Network. Thank you for joining us on the Talking Wrestling program. We are excited to have you here. Uh, folks, uh, if you haven't already checked us out on the social medias, check us out on the Twitter at TNWPod or check out our Instagram at Talking Wrestling Podcast, Instagram. Send us a Gmail, talkingwrestlinggmail.com. And uh, pretty soon we're going to have the uh, the Facebook group. Well, not group, Facebook page. We'll be coming up in the next couple of weeks. Pretty excited about that. So it's a new year, new things. i got to be honest, I'm a little bit under the weather today. So sorry if I seem a little bit out of breath or, you know, if I'm a little winded. It's not because I ran here. It's just because I'm, I'm getting over a flu and a cold. And uh, that's just what it's like living in Canada. We have colds and flus like three quarters of the year. So uh, also, uh, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes and all formats that you can. And remember, if you send us in a five-star rating and a favorable review, we will send you a postcard from the 80s of your favorite 80s wrestler if we still have that postcard available. Um, The Ricky Steamboat postcard will be going out at the end of the month to the winner, who we have not yet announced. So we're looking forward to sending that out. Yeah, we're looking forward to a lot of things. Like right now, I feel like, you know, I feel like singing like it's the most wonderful time of the year with the Royal, the Rumble and and Raw 25. It's here. It's very exciting. Raw 25 and the Royal Rumble in the same week. This is like a big deal, a big deal week. I'm glad to have some great guests with me on on the show today. Two guys, uh, good friends, and uh, good friends of mine, comedians from Toronto, uh, Ernie Vincent, uh, <laughs> Ernie Vincente, Vincente, right? Vicente. Vicente, yes. Whatever. Ernie Vicente. And, of course, Ryan McClonop. Hello, my and name's Ryan McClonop. If you guys were a tag team, what would you call yourselves? Uh, vicious and delicious. Vicious and delicious. <laughs> That's great. Uh, I, we'll, we'll, it's a work in progress. We'll, we'll figure it out. Work in progress. Okay. Well, while he's on the main roster, you're down in the performance center. Good. Because you're a work in progress. Yeah. But don't worry. Ricochet just got signed. Yeah. And yeah. so did um, War Machine. Oh yeah. yeah. So we looks Very like we, it looks like we got a couple new Brian oh, Wyatt's coming into the federation. Oh no. I don't. hope. I hope not. Right. Please don't. You don't want that. No, I, I just let them play, let them destroy things. Yeah, Don't. like you could see that WWE wanted War Machine after they took uh, the Wyatt family and they made them War Machines. Like yeah. they pretty much made. They gave them. them the moves. Yeah, the finishing move. Yeah. So this is going to be very interesting to see what happens. All these new signings and everything going on. So uh, thank you for joining me on the show. Uh, what's going on with you, Ryan? Oh, uh, you know, just. Uh Working, doing shows. You're wearing your Alpha Club Jericho shirt. I am uh, so happy that I found this over the the holiday season. Uh, the 
mall in my hometown actually got its first hot topic and uh, they had a wrestling t-shirt section that was completely untouched and they had a whole bunch of Alpha Club shirts. God damn it. So I bought one. I could not find any Alpha Club shirts over the holidays in Ottawa when I went home and I went to three different Hot Topics and could not find any. Did they even have them at all or? Well, they had all the other wrestling shirts. Yeah. But none were in my size because let's face it, like if you're making wrestling shirts, I think Double X is like your top top choice for wrestling fans. Nick Double X, you know, most wrestling fans are bigger guys like yeah, me. I can see that, yeah. And then I would say, you know, you know, small for the kids. I don't know. Uh, Ernie, what's going on with you? What do you have to say? What, how do you like in wrestling these days? What did you think of? Uh, did you watch Wrestle Kingdom? Uh, yeah, I watched like the first uh, few matches and then the last two matches. It was too long, but... It's only six hours. <laughs> no, because here's the thing. Cause I don't really know. I don't really follow the product. Like, I just want to watch uh, Omega. Alpha and Omega. Yeah. yeah. The good thing is, is like that match was so brilliant. And if you listen to Jericho's podcast, it's not anything like they'd originally planned it. Yeah. They wanted an Okada Omega match. Like a, just a scientific no classic. No DQ. Yeah, yeah. But the no DQ is like so many great moments. I love that. It was like where he's the ref's telling him to break at the rope. Yeah, yeah. And Jericho's like, it's no DQ, you moron. Are you an idiot? But it's still like, you still, the referee's job is still to enforce the rules, Mm -hmm. even if it is a no DQ. Yeah. And even if it's no DQ, you should still be able to get counted out. But what I've noticed about the referees in Japan is they don't really ref the matches that well. Like the Young Bucks, they don't do anything legal. (laughs) Like their whole matches are just all over the place. Double teaming, they don't have. There's no five second counts. Everything takes a place outside the ring. I'm not complaining. I love it because it's pro wrestling as a sports as sports entertainment. But the refs got to get some control. I spend half the time watching Japanese wrestling yelling at the refs, which is probably why my voice is fucked. (laughs) So goddamn red shoes, red shoes. (laughs) Oh, also in the Omega versus Alpha match. I wish Kevin Kelly would learn the difference between the Walls of Jericho and the Lion Tamer. Oh, because yeah, yeah. he used both in his matches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he put the young boy in the Lion Tamer. Red Shoe's son. Yeah, it was Red Shoe's son, which is, like, great. And then uh, and then later on, he used the Walls of Jericho, I mean, the, the, the Lion Tamer again. Um, I've always loved the Lion Tamer. I think it's the perfect move. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't Way get, better than the Boss Crab. Well, it's, an yeah, an elevated crab. Oh, big deal. But... The line tamer, you cannot get out of that. You can't no. go anywhere if your head doesn't move. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's in his second book. He says he had to change the style when he came to WWE because there was bigger, bigger men. Yeah. So you know yeah. you're not going to get the line tamer on Big Show. So or even like Stone Cold. Yeah, probably not. Well, Stone Cold's not going to allow you to put a knee to the back of his head if because oh, that's true. Yeah. But yeah, what did you like about the Alpha uh, Club in Japan? The Alpha Omega match. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I just really loved how they were introducing like an, an American style of brawling. Uh, a lot of the out of the ring stuff, uh, just like tearing apart all these tables and whatnot. It was weird to see that in a New Japan arena, and it brought me back to that. And like, mind you, I, I'm just getting into New Japan, so I could be, I could be completely wrong, and they, they could have like an entire you know, history of, of, of that kind of brawling matches. But, like, just to see that, it was great. We went to War of the Worlds last year, and the War of the Worlds had all, like, we were very lucky because we got all the stars, except for Okada. Yeah. We didn't get Okada, but, you know, I'm going to be honest, 
My knock on Okada is he looks like Trevor Boris. And that's my that's my beef with Okada. Oh my god, he does. He looks like a Japanese Trevor Boris. <laughs> Now, Trevor Boris is a comedian, for those of you who don't know. Uh, funny guy. He's been on Conan O'Brien. But, you know, I just, I look at Okada, and I think of Trevor Boris, and I just don't think Trevor Boris is that tough. <laughs> but maybe he is. Who knows? Um, but the uh, the thing is, is we got to War of the Worlds, and we got to see Naito. We got to see Tanahashi. Yeah. We got, and like, you, you, you were very excited about I Tanahashi. I was very excited about Tanahashi, because he's like the John Cena over there. Of and he's like you know he's so great plays like I, I follow him on Instagram and he does tours just speaking tours and he f- sells out like theaters really yeah we we got wrestlers doing you know clubs he's selling out theaters in Japan wow and I'm and I'm sure he brings out a guitar and plays a couple licks too but remember the girl beside us how excited she was for NATO very she was like I I could have sworn she was almost standing on her seat. She was like, oh, and I'll tell you, too. Everything but the Jericho thing, I loved it. Uh, I loved the build-up. I loved the uh, the teardown. I loved the aftermath. I loved the next night when he showed up, and then he went after Naito. Yeah. And then I loved that Naito did the classic, you thought he was going to throw the chair out, but then he but, turned it around and sat on and did it. Like, that's so Hulk Hogan. Yeah, You yeah, know, Hulk yeah. Hogan used to always put the stool down in the ring and then sit on it and, like, come on. Yeah. I could see Shinsuke doing that too. Come on! Oh, he, he would he would totally do that. Yeah, <laughs> it's cool. Shinsuke is wearing um, uh, Natty Nightheart's. I heard that. I just heard about that. I was gonna watch it right now. He's wearing Jim Nightheart's yeah, yeah. uh, jacket these days to the ring because they're a team. Tonight, right. Yeah, and uh, it's fantastic. I'm excited about watching these mixed matches. I think. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, me too. Well, uh-huh. first of all, it's it's you know a lot of people are shitting on them, but the teams are all good. Yeah. I don't know who Alexa Bliss is going to have to get for a new partner. LeBron. Braun, LeBron's fired. He's back. No, he, he, he's, he's, he's back. Are you watch the rest of the, the show? No, I fell asleep. I'm sick. Oh, he got, no, he got, they, he they got brought rehired. Him back. <laughs> Stephanie hired him back. Yeah, during like the second hour. And then he took out Cole. He flipped a truck, a transport. Yes, he did. A $12 million truck. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, um, better than the transport was the return of the curb stomp. Yeah. Oh my God! Yes, that was a brutal curb stomp. Yeah. Slow motion. Oh my God. Yeah. The, I don't know. Like he was, he was juggling a whole bunch of other finishers. What was that? What was that? This the was one? the best. The like he did the pedigree for a little and then bit. The knee. And then the flying. What was the, the flying, flying knee? knee? Yeah. Or the Kenny Omega, as I like to call it. He does what, a lot the of the V trigger. Like the V trigger. The Kingslayer knee. The King, they call was it, it the, the Kingslayer? I don't think it was Kings, called the Kingslayer. Kingslayer knee, and then it was like the King's Landing knee, and then Revolution knee. But it was the same move. Yeah, it was like the spinning. Yeah, spin the guy. Yeah, like yeah. like a rainmaker into the a knee. jumping knee. Yeah, yeah. I didn't like it. Does Jericho show up in the Rumble? No. Um, he's on he's on Raw next week, but he's on Raw twenty five. Yeah, but I don't think he's gonna be at Rumble. He could he could do like a one nighter. I'm sure he could do like a <laughs> one day. Like, is he is he under contract with New Japan? I don't think so. No. No. So he's just doing whatever. He's just doing whatever. He's a free agent. Yeah, so why why couldn't he? He's like those uh those guys that are above yucks and they can do yucks and absolute, you know? Like uh like me. Yeah. Just, <laughs> just like you, Casey. I think I think it would be cool, but the fact that they promote him for Raw, it's like all right, we just we just saw this guy last week. You know what I mean? It's not that big of a surprise. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's cool to see him back in the WWE because yeah, right, it, well, right he, after the match. The, will he wear? Match. Will he be wearing Alpha Club? No, no, <laughs> no way. No, he wouldn't. No way. Hey, hey, no. I don't think this is true. I 
I find that there would probably be like there has to be some kind of like legal thing. There were times during the during the Alpha Omega match where I felt like it was reminiscent of uh, Stone Cold and Brett WrestleMania 13 because it was just like a street brawl. Yeah, and it was just so good, and you could feel. He, and then there were times where I looked at Jericho, and I thought he looked like Roddy Piper from WrestleMania 8, where he wrestled Brett. Like he sort of had a Piper look to him, where he's not really defined, but his long hair looks good, and yeah, he, yeah. And, he, and he looks good, even though he's not like ripped yeah yeah so the guy is 47 years old 47 i know i barely got up to get to this podcast today and i'm 44 oh You're 44 boy. yeah i'm 44 oh my god yeah i'm really? old yeah i'm old yeah the beard the beard says how old i am so what surprises do you think are going to happen on raw 25 uh i personally am, am hoping or hoping for a uh, some kind of like woken thing because like you know matt hardy just got the rights to the broken Matt Hardy, broken Matt Hardy yep. universe, and uh, I think they're they're just gonna go all the way. I mean, there were rumors that they that uh, they were filming stuff at the Hardy compound, and uh, oh please, and yeah, I, yeah. like if Vanguard one's back, if Matt Hardy is at the helm for this project, uh, I'm sure like you know they're gonna they're gonna show some kind of video that's very reminiscent to the uh, to the impact broken matt hardy Compound, thing yeah, yeah. with the with the whole universe in there that's what i'm hoping to see uh i don't know i just i just really love broken matt hardy it took a year for it to come into the wwe and now that it's here i just hope they run with it and i hope it just doesn't get like super stale super fast because like wwe isn't behind it when i was watching wrestle kingdom i noticed that uh suzuki uh in the hair versus hair match I noticed that his hair, previously to losing it, looked a lot like uh, Jeff Hardy's front lawn. <laughs> <laughs> like, I looked at it, and I was like, oh, my God, it looks like a drone shot of the front yard of Jeff Hardy. <laughs> like, how do you get that precise on a lawnmower, on a ride-on lawnmower? Because not even Forrest Gump can mow a fucking lawn that good. I'm sure he used some kind of, like, a weed whacker to trim the edges. Jeff Hardy's the charismatic enigma. Yeah, he's an artist. He could do anything. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He can do anything. He's the enigma. He's the artist. He is the artist. He's not a model. No, he's not Rick Martel. Um, you should come sometimes. Ryan and I have been to many uh, wrestling shows together. We have. We go to... Uh, I convinced Ryan to buy a Money in the Bank briefcase. You did. Actually, no. It, uh, I, I kind of had it, the idea in my head. I saw it, and you then... Needed, yeah, but you needed to be pushed a little bit. Just a little nudge? Yeah. I was just like, how much is this? I'm like, if it's over 100 bucks, I'll pass. And they said it was 70 and I was like, yeah, okay. Uh, you know, what's 70 bucks? It's the coolest thing ever. <laughs> and we, I said, remember when I said, I was like, I was like, open it up and see if the contract's in it yeah. before you walk away. Because if there's no contract in it... It's not worth seventy dollars. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did go online and and somebody had a mock up of the contract that I downloaded and printed and then put one in there. I mean, it's a briefcase and it has nothing in it except for a contract that's um, probably expired because I think I downloaded the one from like twenty thirteen. It's expired. <laughs> <laughs> so so my title shots. Uh, it's you're, long you're, gone. Yeah, you're coming up in the Carmilla territory. She she's gonna expire. Oh yeah, she yeah. she she is not cashed in. So she is still July. She is still July. Yeah, yeah. 
People are going to be upset when James Ellsworth wins, wins the first women's uh, Royal Rumble, I think. Oh, my God. You think so? You think he's coming back? Are they Are they bringing him back? No, no I, don't I don't think mean, they're bringing no, him back. No, no, no. I, think, I think there's going to be so many good women that they, like, because they'll, like, you know, good women that they already have. Yeah. And then the surprises are going to be great, too. Like, like Santina Morella? No, I think more along the line of, like, probably Alunda Blaze. Yeah? Lita. Yeah. Uh, Trish Stratus. I hope Trish Stratus. Probably uh, Jacqueline. Jacqueline, yeah, maybe. Hopefully, Ivory. Michelle, like all the girls they announced that's coming back for a Raw. Yeah, I mean, that, like those could be surprises. Their, their contracts are probably not like you know one and done. They probably have some yeah, some Kelly, terms with yeah, it, Kelly, just like, Kelly. You know, and I was kind of wary at first about the Women's Royal Rumble because you know this is the first time that they're doing it and they're actually following all the rules for the male one where yes. it's it's an over the top rope like most of the uh diva battle royals or whatever it was just you know you fall out of the ring yeah, yeah. and then you're eliminated no this is a new era where the girls are just as good as the boys i know and that's that's a wonderful thing the only thing is if you're going to bring in legends you know are they going to be able to you know do that bump over the top and fall out of the ring I think the legends can because they're not yeah. that old. Okay, it's there's, there's like, safe ways to go out. Yeah, because like I've I've been in a ring, uh, I have been clotheslined over the top rope, and it doesn't feel good. No, no, no. Oh, that sucks. Mind you, uh, the the one and only time that I attempted it, uh, I kind of got yelled at because I did it wrong. So that's probably why I, it hurt <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Where was it, Chanzak? No, no, it was at uh, it was at the uh, the wrestling school. The uh, who, tra- oh, who yeah, trained yeah. you? Who trained you? What was your wrestling name? <laughs> My wrestling name was Joey Magnum. And did you did you have a mustache? No, I did not. How can you be Joey Magnum and not have a mustache? It, it's just a play on my real name, Joey Magnum. Yeah. Oh, McClodhub. Yeah. There's sort of a Magnum. I've, yeah, I've been called Magnum, so I, you know I took that. And and Joey is my middle name. But I would think you've been called Magnum, not because McLaughlin is similar. It's because your uncanny re- resemblance to Tom Selleck. I've been I've been told that. Yeah, I, and I've you're had a huge. People, you're a huge dick. <laughs> I, I've had people recognize me by my dick, and they're like, "Oh my God, is that Tom Selleck?" I'm up here, Miss Magnum. <laughs> And uh, no, that's that's not. But that, that that was my my wrestling name for the little bit of time that that I did train, and uh, it was it's it's really cool how how I kind of fell into that because there was a there was a promoter in town that was they wanted to do a wrestling show, but they wanted to do a funny wrestling show. Yeah. So what they decided to do was hire a whole bunch of comedians because you know naturally we're funny. And then just train them to wrestle. Yeah. And uh, I guess the trade-off was they would promote the, sh- the school at the event, and we would all get free training because of that. That's great. And who else was uh, who else was in on that? Who else uh, wrestled or tra- uh, got trained? Uh, well, my my main tag team partner was uh, Brendan McKeegan. Yes, and he'll be on the show in a couple weeks. Yeah. So Brendan and I we started going to the school, and they they ran classes on Saturdays and and Tuesdays, which were the ones that we went to. They had classes other nights, but they were for uh, advanced students. Yes. And uh, yeah, like we learned how to you know run the ropes. We we learned. Does all that the hurt? Different... Running the ropes? 
uh if you do it enough times yeah like if you're just you know like boink boink and then no. doing a move now it just it feels like a natural thing mm-hmm. we learned a lot of uh a lot of holds a lot of moves a lot of slams I, yep. i've been power bombed oh boy in a ring which <laughs> is one of the scariest things the first time it ever happens to you yeah yeah oh. Cause like, tuck your chin and pray to fucking God. I guess, right? Well, yeah. Well, you're you're pretty much in a free fall for like three, four feet. Yes. Depend or even like higher, depending on how tall the guy who's giving it to you. Is. I thought you were gonna say for three or four seconds. I'm like, yeah. I don't think that's accurate because <laughs> I've jumped off a of bridge and it's taken three seconds to hit the water. Like, yeah. <laughs> so like your natural like your instinct says, you know, I'm gonna put my arms back mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. so I can try to feel the ground. Bo- below me but you're not supposed to do that you're supposed to just take the impact on your back yeah and uh it's it was weird i mean it it didn't really hurt as much as it was just shocking yeah where you shit yourself uh no although um i i do think that if i ever continued on with wrestling or ever got back into it i would make sure that uh always take a, a dump before you before you have a match yeah i do that before comedy <laughs> i do that before podcasts oh okay. yeah oh man i should have done that. i'm gonna shit myself it's, it's always good to be, it's always good to be responsible when it comes to taking shits you ever have a guest shit himself on your podcast um no no i do not think uh, that happened um <laughs> I'm trying to think. We did 27 episodes last year, and uh, no, the only thing, the only thing that that's happened, other like you know, I've been insulted a few times by uh, like you know by Ricky Steamboat maybe. Yeah, he called me a hobo, um, <laughs> which uh, you know it's endearing now. I you know, but I called him also. Uh, he said he used to get nervous before every match. He would get the butterflies. Yeah. So I was like Ricky the butterfly steamboat, and then he was like what are you talking about hobo you know? <laughs> um but that's good he so the next wrestler that comes to town yeah is hacksaw jim duggan so i've heard yeah and uh if we're doing a show here um hopefully there'll be a, a money in the bank cash in there there might Ooh, just be joy if only we knew someone that had a money in the bank briefcase yeah well we were folks we were planning on doing this during the ricky steamboat and then i chickened out Basically, what happened was Ryan was supposed to come up as I took the stage because he did a set on the show as well, and uh, he was going to come up and do his like cash it in, and then um, do his set, and then I was going to come up afterwards. I'm like, I talked to the owner. He said this isn't wrestling. This is a comedy club, and money in the banks don't apply. So get yeah. out of here. So like all the all the preparation. This was an idea that we had when we were coming back from a house show in oshawa <laughs> we're on the go train going back from oshawa to Chir- to toronto i have the money in the bank briefcase uh you convinced me to buy it and we're sitting there we're taking pictures of ourselves with it putting them <laughs> we're on the only ones on the train yeah 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 and and we're taking pictures of ourselves holding a money in the bank briefcase giggling <laughs> giggling like kids and, and uh putting these pictures on facebook and checking every two minutes to see how many more likes it got and uh we were, we were just discussing the the briefcase like you know what are the, what are the practical uses for a money in the bank briefcase given i just blew 70 bucks on this thing <laughs> and you're like well what about a comedy related thing and then i'm like yeah it would be funny if 
during a comedy show, someone just brings in a Money in the Bank briefcase and then like they kick the act off the stage and you become that act. So that was the whole idea behind cool. what we were going to do at the Ricky the Steamboat <laughs> show. Yeah. And then we talked about even having you come down with the Money in the Bank and a referee with you. Yeah. Ah. And I actually do own a WWE referee shirt, which I ordered off of eBay like four years ago. And so we were ready. I brought it all and it was just sitting here in the green room, just waiting to like to happen. And then you're like, yeah, yeah I don't think we're going to do it today. I, I don't chickened think. Out. I chickened out. I chickened out. And the next time we will do it for sure because I know it's funny. And uh, yeah, and it'll be it'll be great. So what else? The Raw 25. Um, I, I'm like I'm I'm curious. Like, is Hogan going to be back next week? I don't think so. Why not? It's time. Uh, I don't know. It. I well, I don't know. They. It just depends on on how much the public has retained about him and and what happened with all that controversy. Oh, Donald Trump is in the Hall of Fame, and he called Haiti a shithole. You know what? Let's bring back Hogan. You want to bring back? <laughs> I, I think, think we should bring back Hogan. I think Hogan needs to come back. He mm. needs to come back. He's ready. Soon, I know. Soon, but I don't know. Not not for next week. What more does what? he have to do? He dropped the leg on Gawker. Yeah. You know, he didn't do... Oh, he said an N-word. Okay, well, what do you I think know. What do you think brother means? <laughs> now, now, how... How brother. big of a presence did, did Hulk have on Raw? I would say when he came back, oh, with the NWO. Well, I'll tell you, the night that I think of, first of all, is after WrestleMania in Toronto. They're in Montreal. 18? Yeah, they're in Montreal, and Hogan came out, and he had like a. It felt like a ten-minute standing ovation uh-huh. of everybody in Montreal, and then like that's where they're like, looks like we're flipping Hogan. There goes I, the NWO. Well, yeah, I yeah. remember I was I was uh, at WrestleMania 18 at the Sky Dome. Uh, K. Trev Wilson thought that Hogan came out to Real American. I'm like, no, no, he no, he didn't. No, he came out to uh, Voodoo Child. Was it? I yeah, he was so. still he was still NWO. Yeah, yeah. NWO. Yeah. So it was, uh, what was the show? What was the song? It was like Rock House? Voodoo Child. Like, I can't believe that like what? Hunter Hunter actually thought like him and Jericho could follow Hogan and The Rock. That oh my god, that's just horrible. I was I was so tired after the Rock Hogan. Were match. you there? Yeah, because we we were chanting like Rocky, Rocky, yeah. Hogan, Hogan, and then I started blending the two together. So just like Rogan, Rogan, Rogan Joe Rogan's hockey, like hockey, hockey, <laughs> hockey, and Rogan. Yeah, Joe Rogan's like I like UFC. <laughs> <laughs> And then hockey is just a regular chant in Canada for anything. So yeah, no. But what what happened after that match? Wasn't there like a it was the women's? Match? It was like Trish, uh, oh, Jazz, yeah. Trish and Jazz, and yeah. Lisa, Lita, and Lita. Lita three way. Yeah, yeah. The, the Canadians got yeah, the Canadian. Yeah, because Trish was in the next match, and then and Jericho was in the last that. match. And then Jericho yeah. lost. Oh, Jericho yeah. lost. It's just like. But I, I remember I go. I went there, and I had no idea that Hogan would get that ovation. Oh, I, I watched it on TV, and I, I knew it. Because Hogan is like, Hogan is a WWE guy forever. Yeah. And he used to wrestle up here monthly. Yeah, Jack yeah. Tunney. Yeah, yeah. Like, the big event was a, a house show that drew 78,000 people. So, and that's Hogan on the top of the card with Orndorff. WrestleMania six. That's my favorite Hogan match of all time. The Warrior? The Warrior and Hogan. Yeah, yeah. It's Hogan's best match, because Hogan carries the Warrior through 25 to 30 minutes. And you really see the Warriors just gassed. Mm-hmm. 
But Hogan is, uh, I love Hogan. We've been watching a lot of his matches. I watched him wrestle uh, Bad News Brown last night on Saturday night's main event. And uh, just a fantastic match. And not your traditional Hogan match. He didn't really Hulk up at all. It, it seems like uh, his style is trying to change. He's sort of changing a little bit. We've been, um, my roommate Jeff McHenry and I have been going through all the main events and watching them. And he never, he's younger than me, so he never watched them all as a kid. But I was like, I was like, oh, this is such a great match. Wait till you see what happens. He brings out a shovel. He's like, what? Oh, really? Like, he leaves the ring and he comes back with a shovel <laughs> and then he, he doesn't even use it. It's just stupid. Like, <laughs> and then he's like, he grabs the microphone before he's about to finish and he's like, ghetto blaster time, sucker. And then he puts the mic away and he goes to hit the ghetto blaster, but Hogan just ducked. Of course he ducked. You just told him what you're going to do. <laughs> What's a ghetto blaster? Just a clothesline? No, it was an insecurity. Really? Yeah, he, uh, he, uh, yeah. Bad News Brown did that? Yeah. I don't, I don't remember that. Yeah. Bad News Brown wrestled a lot like the Hearts. Even in that match, you notice he had a, a Russian leg sweep. He had uh, a couple of his elbows, like, off the second rope, are very uh, reminiscent of Brett. Yeah, yeah. You know, and uh, an Insiguri, that's Owen right there, you know? Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But uh, also on the main event that we watched last night, Ted DiBiase uh, against um, the Blue Blazer. And uh, and then after that was uh, the Rockers versus um, the Brainbusters. These Ooh. are like fantastic matches. Like these are like you know dream matches as far as I'm concerned. But um, so what we've done on the show is we've compiled this because uh, to celebrate the Royal Rumble. This is the 30th year, and we've uh, the top our top 10 favorite moments of the Royal Rumbles. So we'll go we'll go two at a time. And uh, and we'll just uh, work our way around. We'll start with you, Ryan. Um, <clears throat> what are you? What is your ten and your nine? My ten and my nine. Yes. Uh, I would have to say my uh, number ten would be uh, McMahon winning it in '99. Like, my God! Like, <laughs> just the 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 biggest fuck you to Austin. Yeah. Like, and and hiding under the ring for most of the match. <laughs> Is oh, so, yeah. is such a heel. Like, so Jimmy Hart. That's Jimmy Hart, Bobby Heening stuff. Oh, I, I love that. I love I love a good heel. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my my number nine, and this is because I'm a, I'm a pudgy comedian, is uh, Drew Carey entering the 2001 Royal Rumble. It, it just brings hope that there's still a chance for me to... That to someday, <laughs> someday you can use your wrestling, your comedy connection. <laughs> My comedy connection. To get into wrestling? Uh, yeah. Yeah. You could be like, I could take a powerbomb. I've done it. And I know not oh. to put my arms back. <laughs> Ernie, where are you at? What have you got for uh, 10 and 9? Oh, 10, I have uh, Haku coming back, 2001. That's great. That's when he was a uh, WCW hardcore champion. He was still under contract. He was still under contract. That was great. And then um, number nine was uh, Booker T coming back 2011 after I think they were with uh, TNA yeah and um, who are they who are they think the main event mafia okay yeah, yeah those those two returns when when book so, returned when when what year was that 2011 was that the year that uh, it was like the Nexus and then there was like Punk and a bunch of other dudes in the ring and then like Booker T came out. Or was that was that before that? I think that's, that CM Punk thing happened in the summer of that year. Is CM Punk coming back for Raw 25? No way. I doubt it. No. He's still with UFC. 
Is he? Yeah. He, has, he still has like one more fight. Oh, crazy. Uh, my 10 is um, Demolition, entering one and two. And then fight. Oh, yeah. Because I'm like, I'm like, oh, this is, this is wicked because obviously they're going to team up. And it wasn't a title shot back then. It was just, you just won the Royal Rumble. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. these guys are just going to beat everybody up and throw them off, and they're going to go on forever. No, what do they do? They get in the ring, and they start pounding on each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, you know, the Road Warriors would have not have done that. Yeah. But I thought it was hilarious, and it was very entertaining. That's my 10. My number nine, um, let's see, what do I have? Oh, Diesel's comeback. Not Kevin Nash, Diesel. When Diesel during came the forty back, man Royal Rumble, yes. Yeah. But he, he, you know, he came back. They made him dye all of his hair. Yeah. And he came back as full on Diesel. Yeah. 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 Oh, that was the same year as Booker T. Yeah. yeah and I love yeah. that. I love. I love Diesel. I love Kevin Nash. Yeah. So yeah. that's uh, those are my two. Uh, Ryan, what do you got for um, eight and seven? <laughs> my number eight uh, was something that happened recently. Uh, it was when AJ Styles was in the Rumble when he made his WWE debut. And I just, one of my favorite wrestlers right now, Kevin Owens, just like grabbing him and saying, welcome to WWE, and then just chucking him out of the ring. <laughs> and like, Who, sorry? Kevin Owens grabs AJ Styles. He eliminated him? And said, welcome to WWE, and throws him out of the ring and eliminates him from the Rumble. And I thought, that is the ultimate, you know, welcome to the company. Yeah, that is great because Kevin Owens is so awesome and uh, AJ Styles coming over from Bullet Club with the Young Bucks. Kevin Owens, he was an honorary Young Buck at one point. So great, great, uh, great. Yeah, I love that. Uh, so that's uh, did you? That's hit my number eight. Your number eight and your number seven. Uh, my number seven. Uh, it's uh, was a a single spot. It would be uh, the time the hurricane tried to double choke slam Austin <laughs> and Triple H and ended up just getting hucked out of the Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the best. And I have like, that here too. I don't know how much of that like when he when he started doing it how much like, I was like I I want this to happen <laughs> but I know what's going to happen and what I know was going to happen did happen. Yeah, there's no way Shane uh, Helmsley even though he's a superhero. Yeah. What up with that? Um, even though there's no way that he's going to eliminate either Hunter or Stone Cold. It's no, not no. And he's, I, I was just watching that video like last night. Oh, it's so funny. It's so great. Yeah, just yeah. like he, he has his hand on both of their necks and then they both stop and they look at each other. Like they were selling like, it. They were selling it and they saw that. Like, wait a minute. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> he's so yeah. tiny. This guy's trying to choke like <laughs> yeah, yeah, both yeah. of us. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So what good. do you got, Ernie? Oh man, he he actually took two of them, AJ Styles and the Hurricane. That's um, all right. You can just uh, we can do, that's if you're if you're the same, that's good. We just uh, move on to me. I have uh, oh, actually I, I, I have another one. When uh, Rik- uh, two thousand, when Rikishi and Two Cool Dance, that yeah, was that was amazing. Three of them just in the ring. All three of them. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no. At first it was uh, Rikishi and uh, Brian Christopher. Yeah. Were too sexy, and then and the next uh, guy to come in was Sky Tuhani because the gimmick was Rikishi isn't isn't cool or he can't dance without the glasses. Yeah. So Sky runs in with the glasses, puts them on. He's like, oh, okay. And then we, they start doing the dance, and then you know they have the full lights. Yeah. Amazing. <coughs> and and then, then he throws them out. He throws them. Out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's so that's, funny. Uh, that's fantastic for for my uh, eight and uh, seven. 
um, or seven and uh, six, I guess, or what are we at? Uh, ten, nine, yeah, eight, seven. AJ Styles, just his entrance into the Rumble of course. was very exciting. It was unannounced, and you know, like uh, the music hit, the pop that he got was. Un- <clears throat> I did not expect that pop to come from the WWE crowd, but it was fantastic. And then my um, my my next one is Enzo, and when Enzo came in. And uh, Brock had just cleaned yes. the entire ring. And like everybody's lying down. Was it last year? Was it last year? Probably last year. Yeah, that was last year. So Brock is like, just, it's carnage. Everybody's just lying there. Enzo comes in, and then Brock just destroys Enzo. You know, and it's just so great because like everybody's going nuts and they're nuts. I'm like, no, there's no way that he's going to do anything. So those are those are my two next ones. Where are you at, uh, Ryan? Sorry, uh, uh, I'm at uh, I'm at six right now. And uh, yes, uh, Enzo getting destroyed uh, was great. Uh, I remember the uh, James Ellsworth getting destroyed, and just like the bump that he took, the choke slam from Braun Strowman, just from in the ring yeah. over the rope straight the floor. to the floor oh shit. yeah was was he in the rumble though yeah he he came in uh i believe he was number 11 and then number 12 was dean ambrose and then ambrose and and ellsworth were standing outside the ring and ambrose is like all right like it's just braun Strowman. uh he was the only one like standing in the ring and then Ellsworth did not want to go in the ring. And then Ambrose, who was, I guess, his buddy at the time. Uh, oh, yeah. Like, All right, on three. Oh, One, yeah, that's two, right. Yeah, three. Yeah, yeah. And then Ellsworth runs in, and Ambrose just stays outside. And Ellsworth gets destroyed by Strowman. <laughs> but at this point, he still had his streak intact against uh, AJ Styles, right? His yeah. Streak? Yeah, last year. Also, after the AJ Styles, or no, where are you? Yeah, so that's your eight, or that's your seven. Where is he? That's that's uh, that's wasn't it? Are we at like six and five now? Yeah, six and five. Yeah, so that was my six. Uh, my number five would be uh, two thousand and nine. Santino Morella getting uh, eliminated in one second. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. <laughs> With Kane, I remember that. And yeah, just into the ring, Kane, and then they beat the Warlords. Yeah, record. yeah. One second, that like that's the record. Yeah, I don't think anyone. Nobody will ever beat, beat that. It. No, no. Ernie, uh, similar to that one was uh, I think Bushwhacker Luke. Yeah. yeah, when he came in, he walked in. Yeah, got eliminated, walked out oh, with the same kept, with kept the same arm. The same oh, arm walk. So yeah. funny. Those guys. Oh, and also the Santino one, 2011, the 40 man. Oh, was it when Del Rio and, won? And Del Rio at the end? Yeah, and then everyone's like, yo, Santino's underneath. And then we yeah. thought, I, I actually believed that he was going to win. Yeah. I hoped that he was. I yeah. wanted him to well, win like, so bad. Didn't he He hit a cobra on him? Yeah, yeah he did. And then he was just like, he, he points like, yeah! him out. And then it he was goes, so and good. then at the last second, <laughs> Del Rio just ducks, and then he goes flying over the Well, top. the best was his showboating. Yeah. Like he was doing the playing yeah, the trombone. Yeah. And he was so pointing good. at the WrestleMania sign. He's going on WrestleMania. Yeah. Yeah, what an entertaining uh, guy, Santino Morella. You know, where are you at? Yeah, so what else? Yeah, I think five six. That's five six. Yeah, yeah. six five. So for me, sticking with Santino, uh, Sacco versus uh, the Cobra. Oh yeah, yeah that, was that was that was the year um, that uh, Mick Foley was a surprise entrant. Yes. Yeah, and then there was the two of them, and they both looked at each other, and then they both reached for whatever sock they put on their hand. I was so good. It was just. 
like just the struggle and the fact that they were selling it so well yes where it's just like oh my god i like whose hand is going to win this battle (laughs) (laughs) and then also um i'm going to say the three faces of foley i think it was in the the New new york rumble Maybe where Foley came in three different times. Yeah, as, as all, of all three of his characters. I love that too. That was great. He came in early, middle, and at the end. Yeah, mm-hmm. fantastic. So those are those are my uh, uh, six and five. Where are you for four and three? Four and three. Okay, my number four, and it's not a good thing. Would be the the finish to the Royal Rumble 2014 when number 30 hits the crowd wants Daniel Bryan oh yeah Rey Mysterio comes out and then the whole crowd just starts shitting on the match oh yeah and I remember I was watching that live and I was like Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan Daniel Bryan and then Rey Mysterio comes out and the amount of profanity I screamed at my TV and then just that was the night that uh, everyone knew Batista was going to win and everyone like the last two were Roman Reigns and Batista and like it's it's a double-edged sword because you know that was the night that WWE found out or finally realized that Daniel Bryan was as over as he's like he's like the most over guy yes and the fact that the crowd had a feeling that Batista was going to win so anyone who wasn't Batista they were cheering and it just ended up being Roman Reigns and that's why they made Roman Reigns a top guy and I feel like you know it's it sucks that Reigns is still there doing that and like nothing against Reigns because like I'm I'm, I'm sure he's he's you know a good guy who doesn't deserve like all this hate but it just happens to be because of that that one thing happening and then him getting so over with the crowd because he was the lesser of two evils yeah and then just wwe be like okay we can push him and then they give him this john cena treatment and then everyone just starts resenting him what year what year was that that was 2014 uh batista won batista won blue batista batista was he wearing the blue I don't know if he was, was that WrestleMania. Batista has said that he wants to come back and he wants to do a full run with Hunter. I would love to see that. Yeah. Oh, especially yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. With Guardians, yeah. Yeah, yeah. with Gar- like the fuck that. Fucking Guardians is such a big trilogy. It's oh, like, yeah. you know, when they especially when they cross over the Guardians into the Avengers, oh, that's when that's when you're like that's when you start talking about Batista versus the Rock. Yeah. You know, yeah. and then Miz can fucking be the guest referee because he's the biggest movie star in the WWE <laughs> with the uh what is it the uh the Marine 7 yeah so my uh next two oh wait did I did I only do one did you only do one yeah yeah oh sorry um, oh that was just oh man that one that uh, it just reminds me that 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 whole oh that moment 2014 just 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 for for the rest of that night just thinking like does wwe even give a shit about their fans first they at the beginning of of the of the card they uh they squash uh it was bray bray yeah, beat him right yeah bray beat him yeah and and then he didn't come back in the rumble but everyone's like oh no he's just he's gonna redeem himself in the rumble that's what it is yeah and then he never came back and then that just but he, he he made he made event at wrestlemania that year right that was wrestlemania 30 yeah that was that I, I believe that was the year that it, sheamus won the rumble that year which sheamus won the rumble oh no oh, oh no uh, sorry sorry batista 
Okay, yeah, Batista. Yeah, and yeah. then it was Batista versus Orton, and then they put in Daniel Bryan with it. Daniel Bryan against tri- Triple H, and then it was a triple threat. Yeah, and then that's yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that's Daniel right. Bryan got in that, and then then he got the the title which he deserved. Uh, that's number four. It's a very very close to my heart number th- my number three <laughs> shut up my number three <laughs> stop laughing He's at me crying. it's very emotional uh it's real to me damn it <laughs> no, okay no, my third one uh involves another wrestler that uh that i've grown to to love and uh it would be ty dillinger entering at number 10 oh, last yeah. year at the 2017 yeah, rumble yeah, yeah. now this is uh something that's really close to me because uh i mean ernie would ernie knows this uh we actually went to nxt takeover toronto yes last year and, uh, yeah so i i had tickets to nxt on saturday survivor series on sunday and raw on monday yeah well some of us had to go do shows elsewhere <laughs> well, some I of missed, us I missed NXT. Some of us aren't as funny enough to get shows, so I have to blow my money on. I did Survivor Series for sure. There was no way. But uh, yeah, so NXT Takeover Toronto, and the very first match that we had was Ty Dillinger versus Bobby Roode, and like this was the first that I actually like found out about the, the 10 chance because everyone was chanting 10 and i remember uh, ernie and i were there and we were there with our other friend ricardo and i was I, I looked at ricardo and he was doing the 10 thing and i was like what 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 are you doing why is this and he's like oh because he's a perfect 10 i'm like oh okay so you know we do the, the the 10 thing and i guess it's the fact that both these guys were were from the area because mm, like mm. Bobby Roode's from Toronto and uh, Ty Dillinger's from like St. Catharines which is like an hour away from here or an hour and a half yeah, yeah just the fact that two local guys that are doing this on you know an NXT pay-per-view or if you want to call it that and uh, they they bring him out first and we're all like we're like oh 10 10 10 10 10 and so like the rest of the show it was just anytime there was like a referee count of any kind. We're just like, ah, 10, 10, 10, oh, yeah. Yeah, 10. That's right. And then the next night at Survivor Series, <sighs> I was sitting there in, in the seat with my buddies. And I'm just like, I wonder if we're going to, if they're going to do the 10 thing. And then the 10 thing happened again. And that just kept happening. And then there was the women's match. And then when Naomi got counted out, the crowd was like 10 every time the referee counted something. Yeah. And, uh, that drives me insane. <laughs> and then they hit 10, and then the crowd lost their minds. The next night on Raw, everyone's trying to 10. They they did this one commercial because it was right around November, so there was like right near uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday, and they had a deal on the on the WWE shop on Cyber Monday where they were advertising T-shirts as low as ten dollars. And it was Enzo and Cass doing this commercial, and they're like, how low? $10. $10. And then everyone in the crowd was just triggered and just like, 10 10 10 10 10 And it caught on. And I know a lot of people hate it, but like, I feel like we did something that weekend that's both amazing and horrible at the exact same time i know i still watch wrestling now and they still do tens whenever whenever there's like a 10 count and you know because of that like 
Ty Dillinger finally made it onto the SmackDown roster. And you know what? All the more to him. Like, he's great. I think he's great. I think he, he really deserves it. And, like, it's, it's almost... It all led to, you know, him showing up at the Royal Rumble. Awesome. Ty Dillinger. Was, what number the was that? The perfect 10. The perfect 10? He came out 11th. No, no. What did you <laughs> What did you rank them? Oh, sorry. That, that was... Uh, I know, yeah, I know he came out 10th. I thought you were just making a joke, and I just made a joke that made no sense. That was my number three. All right, number three. So, four and three for you, Ernie. Uh, all, all of these, like, Ryan took most of them, so I have to jumble these up. But, um, but yeah, to that point with the Daniel Bryan, I remember I was watching it at a bar yeah. in Etobicoke. Because, like, there's a place called Sharks. I don't know if they still play or if even, even if the bar's still around. But 2013, we were there, and then we were all like, Daniel Bryan, Daniel Bryan, because everyone's like doing the yes yeah. thing, right? And then and Ray Mysterio and came out. Boyaka, boyaka, yeah, and then, like, the whole crowd. <laughs> died yeah like even me i was like i actually want to leave i was like i got the check and start, I was like, start the car yeah Just i'm like i didn't car. you know what i mean like i, I like i was because i love royal rumble like, this is my favorite it's, the best, it's my favorite it's the best, yeah. Of the year. yeah always surprises but then yeah. after that i'm like i wanted to leave like i didn't care if roman reigns won or batista or whatever but then I remember, so batista won yeah and then i remember because roman reigns wasn't like um, forced down like our throats yeah thing, right yeah so like everyone, I, I actually like Roman Reigns and he was gonna he was like the second last guy right yeah yeah so back then that would have been cool if he won it but now since like they, they all you know like Vince loves remember him. that year that he did win it and they were just in Philly and they were that was the next boom. year oh my god the, the rock was like I'm staying away from you, bud. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. It was crazy. Yeah, he's like, "Don't come near me." Yeah, you know? it's like we were only cheering Reigns because he was the lesser of two evils, and yeah. and most people knew that like if they were going to give it to Batista. He was a surprise entrant, and he was going to like, oh, he's going to be in the you know the title picture. Like, oh, ah, ugh, yeah, like. Serious? Yeah, no, because I remember that it was like Roman. Like it was the next year. It was the last three were Roman Reigns, yeah, Big Show and Kane, and it was like, oh my god, this is so stupid. Like yeah. no one cares. And what else you got? What do you got for uh, three? Oh, here's one, Muhammad Hassan. You remember, <laughs> remember that guy in, coming yeah. into the ring? 2005. It was amazing. <laughs> I feel bad. I felt bad for the guy. Like I, I watched it again last night. I was like, he was such a good heel. Yeah, he was so. He had a great look. You know what I mean? But like, I think because of the times and like, I, like I know the, the, the socialist, like oh, the way that the world was at the time, they, they weren't ready for him. No, no but like too just soon. just the fact that oh my god, he was like a a heat magnet. Yeah, and it was so. Um, Amazing! Like, I wish he was still around. Yeah, if he was Jinder Mahal like this year, yeah. amazing. I would love it. But I don't like Jinder Mahal. You don't like Jinder? No, I like Jinder. Really? Yeah. I like Jinder. I know I like Jinder, but not not like beating AJ Styles Jinder. You know what I mean? Like like right now, like right where he is now, like US title, great, great yeah, heel. I like him. I like you him don't as like the world him champion. like beating, I like them as the world champion. Beating that really and beating but like yeah, a Mora. No. I don't. I don't need him beating AJ Styles. Yeah, yeah. that's weird. But you know because, what? I can uh, see him beating Randy Orton. I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But not a lot Nakamura. of the guys. Not, I think he beat Nakamura twice. I I know you you enjoy him as as champion but like a lot of india didn't really care for it and that's the whole reason they put the belt on him yeah yeah Yeah. because he's canadian yeah well yeah yeah Yeah. him oh my god the smackdown where it was him versus orton and then he came out and and then just for like one night he was like baby face oh well that was ridiculous like they didn't take in the fact that 
Toronto has the biggest, um, you know, what is it? The biggest Indian population outside of India. You know, like, <clears throat> like we get the the Bollywood awards have happened twice in Toronto. That's how big the Indian yeah, yeah, community yeah. is there. Yeah. And you know, like, I will say that night there were a lot of. I I thought, is, is there actually this many uh, Indians here, or are they selling turbans at the at the at the, at the shop? Because you know, there was like, there's a lot of Jinder fans here tonight, yeah. and there were so many fans where they didn't even bring out the the Singh brothers because they didn't want them to be so over. It's like, oh, you know, Toronto, why do you have to be so difficult? Oh, yeah, bring out two guys from, what, Vancouver? Yeah. I love those guys. And I love like, the Singh ah, brothers. I love them. So good. Anytime oh. you throw a Canadian so good. in like in front of the Canadian crowd, it doesn't matter how despicable <laughs> they are, we will cheer the shit out of them because we're so happy that one of our own is has doing, well. doing well there. Yeah, where are you at now? What are you at, three? Uh, three. I have no idea. All right, I'll do that. My four and three. Um, Maven eliminating the Undertaker. That and then the aftermath. Oh, of, just getting the shit of the Undertaker's out of rage. Oh my god! You know, Maven wasn't eliminated. He's the, the oh, he's 2002 Royal Rumble is still happening right now. Yeah, <laughs> that was insane. Um, I always thought that was great though. And then also, my number three um, is uh, Paul London. And oh, uh, yeah. Stinsky, uh, was it Stinsky? Snitsky? Snitsky? Snitsky. The guy that, the, guy the, that clothesline? the guy that punted a baby. It wasn't time. my fault. Yeah, that guy. Yeah. But he, yeah, that clothesline that he gave him was just the And best. he just did a full flip and just landed on his face on the on the mat outside. He got eliminated? He was standing on the apron. <gasps> oh, yeah, they did like a clothesline <laughs> him, and then he just did a flip and landed. Oh, yeah. He landed on his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was insane. And and speaking of landing on your face, my number two. <laughs> uh, I I can't remember which Rumble this. Let me see if I wrote this down. Uh, ah, at Wrestle or not WrestleMania? Uh, Royal Rumble two thousand, and that was the uh, when Kaintai kept interfering with the Rumble <laughs> and Taka just getting pitched out of the ring and just like he landed so hard on the outside on his like, face. I wouldn't be surprised if he was injured after that but just that spot there was like oh my god and they even played it back in slow motion oh yeah, yeah, yeah. that that had to hurt that that uh that was definitely my number two I don't know I just I really like things where uh, where it's just like, oh my god, that's that was. I mean, I don't want to see people get hurt, but s sometimes when you see a spot and you're like, god damn, yeah, yeah. like, hey, Taka's still going. I saw him last week. He was and I was like, oh my god, he still looks good. Yeah. And hey, folks, uh, as you're listening at home, if you want to hit us up on the Twitter and give us a couple of your favorite uh, Royal Rumble moments, just do it and send it to us on the Twitter, and uh, we'll retweet it and uh, join in on the conversations. Uh, your number one, Ryan. Uh, you already said it. It was uh, Maven just getting obliterated by the Taker after the dropkick. Because I, here's the thing: I was a big Maven fan, huge Maven fan. Like honestly, I would I would mark out if he came back. Ah, really? I would mark out. I like so his song. I love his song. Back. I had his song That's on my MP3 song. player, yeah. and I would listen to it all the time. The one, like it was a theme song, a theme song from Tough Enough, right? <laughs> 
all the incarnations Dude, I love and like yeah. yeah so like watching maven well the problem with maven was uh they they pushed him too hard like i remember there was like uh one like week of raw where they were trying to push him into like the main event scene and the audience just rejected it and then he just got he shot back down to ranks and uh i think like you know if they would have just taken their time with him as opposed to you know pushing him yeah. that hard then give him a chance for you know the rest of the universe to to like him more before doing something like that because like that's that's the problem with with the wwe where it's like if they push someone too fast and the audience rejects them it doesn't matter what WWE tries to do the crowd is just gonna shit on that yeah guy. yeah ernie what do you got uh well my number one was taken already but um Make I, something up. I sl- uh, Nobody up said any of the Kofi Kingston. Uh, yeah, I have Kofi Kingston right here. Boom. His near eliminations. I think every year. Hopefully this year he's I in think it. The last one. The last one was my favorite. The where the chair. The, no, I think the one that I liked the best was um, the, where the, the, rose, the rosebuds. Oh yeah, yeah. Did he get thrown up on? And the rosebuds caught him. They caught and they, him. And they yeah. danced him around and they put him back yeah. in. And then Adam yeah. Rose got thrown out right and after the, that. And the rosebuds they didn't, didn't catch him. Oh, they were, yeah. I think they were gone by the time. No, he was turning heel. I think, and they just didn't like him. Wasn't that Something like? Was, that, right? does, is that what led to Adam Rose versus the bunny? Maybe they didn't even fight. No, no, the, the, they, it was never revealed who the bunny was. All right, they just they just yeah, killed it. I remember bullshit. when that happened, and they had like a superstar page on the website for the bunny. Yeah, and I remember reading it. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> the bunny is uh, coming back for Raw 25. Oh, nice. <laughs> no, no. Oh, uh, don't don't get my apparently hopes apparently that. he was like Sami Zayn. Was it? What's that? Sammy Zayn was, was the, the bunny. I think most they of the, yeah, most of the rosebuds were were oh, like. Check the, this out. I was like, Bliss was a rosebud. Elf Braun Strowman was a rosebud. He was a rosebud. It's it's so Simon funny. Simon Gotch was like, a rosebud. Yeah, yeah. He's just, just dancing. He was the, the, the muscle like, guy. Yeah. This is the guy that fucking tipped Old, over the fucking uh, semi truck. So I really liked Adam Rose. I liked him too. Um, I like the gimmick. Are we at me or where are we at now? Yeah, yeah. The last two. Number yeah, two one. Okay, so my two one is uh, the first time Hogan and Warrior met up at the Rumble. At the Rumble, the ring cleared out. It was Hogan the Warrior. And they showed, they gave us a teaser of what was going to happen at WrestleMania six, really? and that was like, at that time, Hogan and the Warrior never faced each other, and you were like, oh my god, like this is way bigger than the Mega Powers. Yeah. Well, that's what you thought until you realized that, no, it wasn't. Um, what's that? Is that? Oh, that's your phone. Okay. Oh, that's the feedback that I'm getting. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was. Yeah, oh, there was a little feedback there. Um, so Hogan and the and the Warrior. That's my number two moment. And then my number one moment, Royal Rumble moment, is the 1991. We're we're almost done. You're talking about three more minutes. Three more minutes. Whatever. Uh, 91 Royal Rumble. Ric Flair. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Was he surprised? No, he came in at number. No, that was Ho- three. That was Hogan and Sid and Flair at the last three. At the guys. last three, uh, Sid eliminates Hogan. No, or was it? Yeah. Yeah, and then Hogan Hogan pulls, pulls out pulls is pulling Sid out. Yeah, and then Flair scoops him up underneath and wins. Yeah, and it was fantastic because the whole match Bobby Heenan was very entertaining. It's not fair to Flair. It's not fair to Flair. Yeah, yeah. Not fair to Flair. But it seemed like you know Flair had just come in the WC uh, WWE. Uh, he had already had a feud with Piper, and uh, this was like 
he hadn't feuded with anybody else. But yet, you saw every guy that came into the ring that had a history with him went right after Flair, and you're like, oh my God, Greg Valentine has a history with him. Yeah. And I think my favorite was when Kerry Von Erich came in, the Texas Tornado, because they swapped the belt back and forth back in the day. Yeah. So there's so many underlying stories with Ric Flair being in the Rumble. And that year, uh, the Rumble was just the best of the best. You know, everybody was in that. And yeah, yeah. it was fantastic. And that's uh, Ric Flair's Royal Rumble is my favorite of all time. So, uh, again, folks, tell us on Twitter who you like. And, uh, yeah, that's pretty much. We're wrapping it up. we got a comedy show to do tonight. We and, do. Uh, yeah, we're here at Absolute Comedy. In Sitting in the right green now. room. Sitting in the green room. And, uh, yeah, we're getting ready to do a show later. So, hey, where can we find you online, Ryan? Tell us, uh, give us some plugs. What's going on? Uh, you can find me online on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Ryan McGlunab. Yeah. And what about, uh, do you have a CD on iTunes? I do have a CD on iTunes. Uh, released on April 1st, 2015, which I thought was hilarious, but pe- everyone thought it was a joke. Uh, so, like, <laughs> like I got a CD. Yeah, okay, whatever, Ryan. I'm like, it's out now. I'm like, yeah, I'm not falling for that shit, Ryan. Uh, it's called Owen, oh, You Were Good Too. And uh, you can check that on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play Music, all that fun stuff. Ernie, what's going on with Ooh. you? We got any upcoming shows or? Uh, yeah, I have, an, I have an upcoming show tonight at Absolute Comedy in uh, in an hour. So m- please make it out here if, you, uh, if, you, if you're in town. Is this li- this is live? Wait, right? we're this on is a live show. podcast. No, this comes out Thursday. Is this two o five live. Uh, well, you know, you just, yeah, just follow me on uh, Instagram and Twitter at at Ernie Vicente, and add me on Facebook. I need some friends. All right, hey folks, you can hit us up on all the socials, TNW Pod on the Twitter, uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast on the Instagram. Uh, that Facebook uh, page will be coming up very soon. And as soon as I get well, I'll be uh, getting a right on that. Also, um, yeah, send us a Gmail if you want and tell us what you think. Also, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe. And um, remember, if you send us a five star rating and a good uh, review, we will send you a uh, 80s postcard, vintage 80s postcard of a wrestler of your choice. Folks, that uh, has been the show. Uh, hope you enjoyed it today. Thank you, Ernie and Ryan, for coming by and being my guests. And thanks for uh, for letting me put a headlock in your ear for a bit. And you guys have a great day. We'll see you later. Bye now. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.